You're listening to Voices of Value, a selection of valuable insights designed to help you get more out of your professional and personal life through simple and easy-to-adopt life lessons. If you're keen to enjoy a better quality of life at work and at home, sit back and join the conversation with your hosts, Peter Kakos and Rick Rushton. Episode one, day one, Voices of Value, as I bring in my friend and colleague and co-collaborator with this wonderful podcast, my good friend Peter Kakos. Pete? Thanks, Ricky Rushton. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And uh, we always talk about that one day, don't we? Or quite often people talk about, yeah, one day I'll do that, or one day I'll do that. Well, that one day is today. That one day is this day. Years of uh, collaboration and thinking around this type of thing, and uh, and here we are, Rick. Well, we are, and I think that you know one of the real preframes for this whole podcast is we want to give some real value content from the experiences we've been able to sort of attain in our careers, and for me, that's uh, three decades. For you, it's not far behind. But we also want to bring in other voices of value from people that are doing it in amazing levels in elite sport, elite business, elite life, realistically. So it won't just be our voices; it will be other voices of value as well. And you know, we know that there is the one day we want to have the career we want to have, one day we want to have the relationships we want to have, one day we want to get to someplace better than where we are now, we want to flip that and say it's day one. What could you be doing today that gets you closer to that aspiration, closer to that goal and closer to that better version of yourself? Absolutely. And we want to tap into some great minds and whether they be sporting people, leaders in any way, shape or form in business and in real estate. I guess real estate's our background. It's it's what we've uh, lived and breathed for so long, but uh, it goes more about the whole holistic business sense, I guess, and it's really tapping into um, some great people and looking at what are the opportunities for us to grow. I think that's mm. one of – obviously, it's one of the human needs uh, is growth, and we want to look for these opportunities to grow when people talk about work-life balance, and there's a whole lot of things that people are talking about, but what you said before about the new version of yourself, that's what I – really like very often to tap into because we change jobs, we change careers, uh, we change relationships and quite often what we do is we take the same person to the same dance <laughs> it's true. Uh, without really having a look at, okay, what's the common denominator here and it's ourselves. So what are we doing in order to grow? What are we doing in order to get better and to really uh, fine-tune who we are as people. And it's two parts. So it's identifying what are we already doing. Second part is what could we do better? And ultimately, we don't know everybody who's going to be listening to this podcast, but two things we know unite everyone who's subscribed to this. Number one, you're only really feeling like you're happy when you feel like you're growing and progressing in both your career and your personal life. And number two, as good as your results have been, you know they could be better. So our goal with this particular podcast is to give you plenty of tips, plenty of strategies from people that don't have a theory on it, but have actually done it, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. So we'll give you the best of what we know. We'll introduce you to the best of who we know. And ultimately, we just want to get you to be the best version of who you are moving forward from that. So growth opportunities is really where it's at. The new version of you is where it's at and ultimately what we want to do is move beyond this positive thinking mantra of positive in positive out or you know being aware of our mindset my view on that Pete is that that's sort of had its time it's probably the old saying is if it ain't broke don't fix it I think 
in the current day, spring 2018, if it ain't broke, it's probably obsolete. So I don't know that positive thinking is just going to get the job done. I could positively think I'm six foot, but if those of you, luckily this is an audio program, I don't quite measure up to six foot and I can positively think it all the time, but it's not going to change who I am. Focus in is how can I play big? Focus in is how can I be bigger and better than what I was this time last week, last month, last year? That's about where our focus goes and I'm a big one on where our focus goes, energy flows. So it's all about us being moving beyond that positive thinking stuff to more about the positive focus and you know we want to give some focus points around that as best we can in our little chunk size podcast we've tried to make it ideal for a great commute uh, we've tried to make it listenable around what you're doing in a daily basis but all we want to do is help you move to a better place that's exactly right. And these are going to be about 20, 20 odd minutes from week to week. And it's not going to be a, a coaching or a training thing, Rick. It's uh, for those who know us, it's, uh, it's very much around, uh, it's very much around conversations, but particularly around observations and what we're seeing and hearing out mm. there in the field and people we speak to. And we're going to encourage you from, uh, from week to week to, to shoot us quick messages of what you would like sort of covered and what are the challenges that you may face on a day-to-day basis. And we're going to be, whilst we said, Utilising our own sort of expertise in that, but well and truly tapping into the great minds of some uh, some great people. So very much around observations of what is happening out there in the world, and uh, and it's whilst there will be quite a number of tips that we'll be giving, I think it's really important for people. And um, great book by Gary Keller, and the leader of a great company, Keller Williams, and uh, you know, he, the book The One Thing. And uh, I think quite often as we try and get four, five or six things and you know, being conference <laughs> junkies as we are, sure. you go away with a whole list of things and, uh, and you get back and you go, okay, well, I'm just going to get back into my day-to-day life. But it really is a matter of uh, just grabbing those one or two things, or in particular in this book, it's that one big thing, and really making sure we, we take the necessary actions to make sure that that happens. Yeah. So week to week, we'll, we'll help you along the way and give you guidance around that. That'll be the focus. So as we get into it today, it's obviously spring. It's a new season, a new life, a good opportunity for us to be aware that we can't go back and make a new beginning in our life and in our career, but we can start now, Pete, and make a much better ending. So that's what we're all about. Fresh, clean slate, new season, new life. What can we do? There's a lot of people listening to this who are in the real estate space at the moment with the challenging market, softening market. I've got a lot of friends in the West Coast who say to me, you guys on the East Coast have got to be kidding yourself. You think it's a softening market? Do you guys soften in the market or is it a softening market? That's been our market and our regular programming for the best part of a decade. So, you know, as we look around the country and as we talk and, and speak with people, I'm hearing a lot of need at the moment is to just to get some perspective, not so much on what the market's doing, but what are we doing? in the market does the market soften or do we soften in the market and I think that's true across all industries at the moment there's a lot of I guess challenge with disruption and I think the best people are operating in their marketplaces are disrupting themselves they're not waiting for a competitor to disrupt them they're disrupting themselves in many respects and so you know from that standpoint I think what we can talk about today is as we've just come out of a a winter where it's been you know floods in Tasmania yet drought in central New South Wales we've had bushfires in Queensland I mean what the heck is going on with the seasons I think they're about as confused as most industries are at the moment as to what the normal seasons programming should and be and I think what we've got to do is help people sort of get the understanding that 
I don't think we experience the market as much as we experience our belief about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting that we we let the outside influences affect our inside feelings. So we're working from the outside in as opposed to the inside out. So we wait for the nice weather before we start to do the things. And it's a bit like that have, do, be versus that be, do, have. Once I have it, then I'll start to do these things and then I'll be that person. Mm. As opposed to the big question is who do you want to be today and what are the things you need to do in order to have what you want to have Right now we are facing, Rick, I guess one of the most challenging times or confusing times, mm. um, you know, happy to, to talk uh, about this in real estate, particularly right now when people start to say, gee, the market is constricting to some mm. extent. Um, the, uh, the outside influences are really uh, having greater effect. I don't like to use the term disruptors, but, but there certainly is a little bit of that going on. Mm. And what it's really caused is people to have a really good look at their culture yep. within um, within their organisation, the environment, and particularly who they're surrounding themselves with. So I think that they're all really important things. But ultimately, as we said, it's the inside out that we need to be thinking about. So what do you need to be doing individually and as a person to make sure that, um, you know, as Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change that you want to see in the world? Yeah, and I think, you know, why I love hanging out with you and one of, your, you know, one of the main reasons why you're one of my best friends is because I hang up the phone or leave a meeting with you feeling far better for that experience and that time exchange. And, you know, Gandhi's great quote of, I will not let anyone walk through my mind with their dirty feet. You know, that's one of been one of my real big mantras to make sure that who I'm around I'm going to become. So I want to make sure I'm surrounding myself with like-minded people who value the same things. And that's probably a good tip with this particular first podcast to understand that the summation of your inner circle is going to help you get through those challenges on the outside world. And, you know, one of the things that's really important there to be aware of is we're trying to control the market. We can't even control the left ear to the right ear and say, we are pretty lucky. We're waking up in Australia, for goodness sake. As best I can tell it, there's no bombs going off, really. We've got fresh water, clean air, great lifestyle. We just ticked over 25 million people in Australia. And clearly what that tells me is there's a massive amount of migration coming here because everyone wants these gifts, these opportunities that we almost take for granted a little bit. So I think the first lesson in my headspace each day is wake up with the expectation of how lucky am I not, uh, I don't really like Wednesdays. You know, let's be aware that this is a yep. great opportunity today. And, you know, anyone who's not listed in the death notices should wake up with that expectation every day. I mean, because anyone who's listed in the death notices would gladly change places with us to have one day of challenge in a disrupted market. They'll be looking for that challenge and going, bring it on, I'm ready to meet that challenge. So I think it's all starts, stops and ends with our inside internal setup. Yep. And a lot of that's to do with our focus. If it's you know focused around the positivity, that's going to help us. There's no doubt about that. But where I think we're, it flips a little bit for us is that you know I know my inner circle. I know who my key people are. But for me to go forward, I probably need to disrupt that a little bit. I yep. probably need to uh, align myself with people who are a little bit different to me mm. so I can tune into what the differences are and see if there's anything there for me that can help me go forward as well. So it's no surprise that you know a lot of people talk about gratitude being an absolute key thing. And I mean, when you look about you look at gratitude, and instantly you just think about when your mind goes towards appreciation, you start to think about the people, or um, particularly the, the, the people in your life and and the environment that you're in, and, and and you look at that from a positive sense. That instantly just shifts the mind, doesn't it? it does. And the smile comes on your it face, does. and the yeah. and you get that real you know glow about you, and the and the eyes start to sparkle. 
That's what we want to get back into people's lives is that sparkle and that glow and say, right, yeah, let's make sure that we um, – you either change your environment or you make sure – or you improve your environment. Mm. They're, the, they're the really the, the two choices. Mm. So the first thing that I want to talk about uh, today, Rick, is, is around or, or bring to the listeners is, is around high tech versus high touch. Yep. I think that's a, that's a key thing that we want to cover off in this first episode because in this um, industry and, and, and in life right now, wow, aren't we surrounded by um, some incredible things, iPads, iPhones, uh, great CRM database systems, you know, the tech right now and the SMSs and you can come through an open home or you can connect with people quite simply um, and efficiently mm. by these means, but is it effective? So what a lot of people have gone and where things have shifted is well and truly around that high tech. But what's happened there is it actually has created very low touch. Yes. Yeah. I think well, my thoughts would be is the high tech is absolutely it's an enabler and we need to well and truly embrace that and how do we work that. But at the same time, we need to lift the high touch and make sure that the selling or the connections that need to happen with family, um, you know, kids, uh, significant others, um, work colleagues, needs to be very much belly to belly, eyeball to eyeball. Mm, and I think, you know, as you know, I've one of my big mantras throughout my life is there are no successful hermits. We need other people to get ultimately where we want to get to. So knowing that success is not a solo performance, we need to connect with people. And I think you're absolutely spot on. Our industry has spent the last decade, I think, getting really immersed in this technology tech platform, what we now know is there's $7.6 billion, count it, $7.6 billion being invested into that prop tech space. So that's Incredible. beyond dispute now. So what we know is technology is going ahead under Moore's law. The chip in your smartphone is doubling its capacity every 24 months. The question is, are we getting that good too in terms of our connection with people? So my view on it is, Pete, that the technology space is a little bit along the lines of helping me connect with more people, but it's still going to require me to have a hyper-local, belly-to-belly, face-to-face, soul-to-soul connection. And all the studies are showing, all the research is confirming that real estate, as much as AI and virtual assistants and all these things are coming into our space, real estate will still be a human interaction. So that's the one space that can't be duplicated, can't be replicated, and that's what gives us a lot of strength. Now, it doesn't just mean because you've got a pulse and you're breathing, you can rock into the marketplace and have an effect. You still got to come in with positivity. You've got to come in with passion. You've got to come in with a commitment to serve. But most importantly, you've got to come in with a focus of, I want to help you get to a better place, whether that be to upscale, downscale, get in and out of your first or second home or get out of your last home. We want to help you move forward. If you've got that philosophy, you've got that theory, I think the technology helps you connect with people, but you still need to have those conversations. Yeah, and it's been that resource, isn't it, for the people? It's... uh you know, there's things that people will know, and, and you know, you know. There's people that things can easily a- people can easily access, mm. and uh, I can look. I can just look that up online. I can. Yeah, we're lo- we're no longer the information gatekeepers. Correct. I mean, the information is right there on the uh, on the web and so forth. So we've got to work a lot harder to uncover the things that people potentially don't know. And I like, you know, to think of um, in The Wizard of Oz, we, we pull back the curtain yep. <laughs> and we actually show them what's really happening. Yep. So you, you, in real estate terms, you have a, so, uh, a for sale board with a, with a sold sticker on it, mm. the property sold. Mm. But what was the process like? What really happened? Where did the buyers come from? Um, you need to actually be able to tell the story because I can guarantee you they can see that price 
uh, Value General will get, will get them that price sure. very, very quickly. But what they won't know is what was the story behind it? Yep. How many buyers? Where did they come from geographically, demographically? What were all these things that sort of went on? And what were you doing to um, to really sell the property? What were the little little points of expertise that you put into that transaction to to make it considerably different. Yeah, what were the value adds? What was the value you brought to the table? Because you're absolutely spot on. The stats will confirm the number, but the stats won't tell the story. And it's the story behind that that people engage in, specifically future clients. And I think, you know, we've for a long time just got off on the fact that we could brag that we got 150 grand above reserve or 200 grand above reserve or 35 bids above reserve and things of that nature. Really, the real story behind the sale is what does Mr. and Mrs. Vendor who've just sold say to their friends at their next dinner party about that experience? What do they say to their neighbours when they bump into them over the fence putting the bins out potentially? What do they say? Because that's going to give you the best traction as a real estate professional, as a selling professional. It's word of mouth. So what we know is that Google can answer any question a buyer's got about the location. Pop in a postcode. It'll tell you Napland testing best schools. It'll tell you you know, highest rated restaurants. It'll tell you the best local clubs to be a part of if you're trying to sort of put little Johnny or little Jill into a sports club. So what we know is Google can answer most things at the speed of a click. What we've got to be able to do is help these particular consumers ask the right questions. And that's really where our value comes into it. So my view is, is that um, we've got to make sure that we are controlling the things in the real estate space that we can control. I'm not really big on building an app. I don't think I've got the technology space to do yeah. that. But what I do know is if that help. Oh, sorry, if that app helps me connect with another person, Pete, I want to be ready to help that person then with all the other information that only I can control. Yeah, and there's that human touch coming back in again. Yeah, exactly. So being a resource, resource is absolute key. So the question is going to be is what are we doing individually to raise our standards as well? Because there's one thing I know in, in sitting in living rooms, still sitting in living rooms to this day, some 25-odd years <laughs> later, is that people still crave knowledge and expertise. Mm. You know, so and there's brands, there's big brands out there, and brands are doing a great job. But you know, mm. ultimately, brands aren't the, necessarily the things that are going to get property sold or attract you. It's going to be that individual and the knowledge and expertise that that person has. Mm. And that's when you see what markets tightening up and uh, and business changing at a rate of knots. People are craving even more so that. So I see this as a really cool opportunity for people to to really rise and mm. uh and, and and raise those standards as i said it's that it's that ability you know f- um uh, frequency builds trust well and truly so the amount of times that we're able to contact someone or the face-to-face interaction we're having on a weekly basis with our clients is absolutely key because mm. no news is not good news yeah yeah ex- absolutely so um we've got to make sure we're doing that so um Asking yourself, what are you doing differently right now? Because what you were doing last year that potentially gave you the success or or the year before the year before, um, because there's a big thing that I say, and that is loyalty is well and truly up for grabs. 100%. Yeah, you've often, I've heard you say it in front of big audiences and even in little one-on-ones with your people when you're coaching them that you're talking about the fact that, you know, who's got past clients, who's got current clients, they're all current clients. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, if they're a past client, they're orphans and they're up for grabs and anyone can grab them. And I think, you know, the thing that I think we must really get better at this year than we had to be last year is our information knowledge base has got to go up dramatically about our local hyper-local market. So my view is that uh, information is the price of admission to success in 2018 and going forward. If, you don't, if, you're not, if a client asks you a question, you say, look, let me get back to you on that, I'll research that. 
they have already judged you harshly because you don't know what they don't know. And they're coming to you because they're looking for you to fill that gap. And as you say, if there's an absence of space there, they're not filling it with a positive thought. They're filling it with a negative thought. Gee whiz, maybe he's not the right guy for us. Maybe she's not the right gal for us. If we can't yeah. get the information now at the speed of a click, you know, we, we're, we're being judged harshly. So the saying is we've got to be almost the Google of our marketplace. I don't know if that's quite right, but we need to know the key things about the property we're representing. If we don't know everything about that property before we take the first buyer through, I mean, that's shame on us. We've got to have that information. Information is the price of admission for success moving forward in most industries, very much so in real estate. Absolutely. So this is a time we are well and truly going to be tested. Yep. We're going to be tested and it's and we're going to be judged and we're going to be judged quite harshly. And if things do continue to sort of tighten up or constrict to some um, respect, we've got to make sure that we are front and centre because one deal will probably be worth two deals or three deals yep. you know, as time goes on. But what we also don't want to uh, lose sight of, Rick, is is that sense of humour. We want to have some fun along the way. Absolutely. Because it it is serious, Um, you know, uh, what the business we do and and, and the world out there in terms of whatever you do in terms of business, it is quite serious. But at the same time, we want to have some fun and and we're going to make this a little bit lighthearted through the course of uh, from week to week and make sure that we we do put some anecdotal sort of fun stuff in there as well. Well, I thought so because this business isn't our lives. It just funds our lifestyle. And this is uh, ticking a lot of boxes for me today to make me feel fairly special about our connection, our friendship, our relationship, and knowing that we've got some pretty cool stories to share. So, you know, I want to have a lot of fun along the way. So uh, I think you said it really well at the start, Pete, when you talked about, you know, you got to know the one thing. The most important thing in life is to know the most important thing. And, you know, for me, economically, this business has allowed me to live a pretty good lifestyle. And so all I want to share is those lifestyle benefits. So as we wrap up this first episode, it's you know a few key key messages clearly. But anything else you want to share with our listeners as we go forward? I was just going to say it's great to uh, it's great to finally um, have this going to air. It was two years ago when I was uh, um, and Ricky and I have done some incredible sort of travelling throughout the world. You know, yep. craving that that next piece of information, not only for ourselves, but I think uh, we're, we're lifelong learners. But certainly stuff that we can share. And it was uh, almost two years ago to the day when I was across at Inman in San Francisco when I called you and and sent you an image of a podcast that was going on there yep. of some people and they were laughing and sharing some really cool information. I said, mate, this is us. Yep, you did. One day this is us. <laughs> and, and I think I said, yeah, we should do that one day. And uh, <laughs> one day became two years. So it just shows how quickly that inspiration is fleeting, motivation yeah. is fleeting. So you've got to act pretty quickly. And so what we know is... It's either one day we will get the better lifestyle we're searching for and craving for and the work-life balance that we're searching for and craving for, or this could be day one of actually achieving that. We want to do the day one of achieving it, and that's what it's all about. Love it. So uh, there's the first episode, Rick. (laughs) Absolutely uh, loving it and hoping that, uh, most importantly, that you're enjoying it and uh, love your feedback. Uh, Please shoot through any questions or anything you'd like us to cover. Um, throughout the course of it, we're going to have a, we're going to have fun doing it. Uh, we're going to enjoy sort of sharing um, what we know, and it is called Voices of Value. So we're looking forward to hearing some of those key voices throughout the course of the coming months. Some people who are certainly willing and able to share some some great stories. So thanks for listening, and uh, there'll be an opportunity to provide feedback, also to connect with us at all of the links that are available in this particular podcast. So feel free to connect. We look forward to next week's episode where we'll have another value proposition for you under Voices of Value. 
we trust you enjoyed listening to Voices of Value, a shared conversation between Rick Rushton and Peter Kakos. Their views are not necessarily those of the wider world, but they should be. If you're keen to enhance the quality of your life even further in the future, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or your preferred podcast source. Our website is voicesofvaluepodcast.com and we welcome both your feedback and ratings on the content we provide. Join the conversation again next week when Peter and Rick continue the search for truth, justice, and the value-added way. Thank you.